Hello everyone and welcome back to Words of Wisdom. Today we are going to talk about a touchy subject, money. Not just individuals, but the whole human collective, even societal institutions have a warped view of money, an unhealthy perspective that has caused many economic issues, including the wealth gap, income discrimination and disparities, out of control inflation, debt, and more. You don't have to look far to see how damaging and toxic the perspective we have collectively of money really is. The trouble is, many would blame the institutions for the money problem, while the institutions turn around and blame the individuals. This creates an us versus them mentality, which is a cornerstone for division tactics that prevent people from working together to actually fix the issues keeping everything the same and creating no real change, just what those already on top prefer. That is why division is one of the top 1% staple tactics. Because the truth is, it is both the institution's fault as well as the individual's. Each must accept their role and responsibility for creating their own reality, which is a direct result of their beliefs and behaviors. But instead of a person or institution acknowledging their role and responsibility in the problem, usually what happens instead is both point fingers, blaming anyone or anything they can to prevent the responsibility from falling on themselves. It is this childish refusal to accept responsibility for our reality that prevents any real change, growth, or progress because how can one learn from and move past the problem if they won't even acknowledge that they have one to begin with? This is the category where the vast majority of society falls, something that becomes evident fast when you tune in to any news or political network. There are two main reasons that collectively humanity has such a problem with money. The first reason is because they have trouble giving and the second is because they have trouble receiving. On the giving side, our entire socio-economic system is built upon a fundamental idea of lack, or sense that there is not enough. People have become conditioned to be tight and frugal with their money, believing you must save and cling on to every dollar that you can because you never know what is around the corner and money is hard to come by. What people don't realize is that it is this very belief and mentality itself that causes money to be rare in their lives. That is because, as anyone with an understanding of economics knows, a thriving economy is one where people are buying and selling frequently. Whereas, on the other hand, not doing this causes economic stagnation, which causes companies to go out of business, which causes the individuals to lose jobs, which exacerbates the problems further until suddenly we are in an economic recession. This is how everything is affected on the micro and macroscopic scale simultaneously. Simply from this mentality that there isn't enough. It is the belief itself that creates the reality. Okay, and now for today's first lesson sponsor. These sponsors help pay for the cost of getting these lessons out. 
If you would like to become a sponsor or listen ad-free, instructions on how to do both are in the video description for YouTube viewers and the pinned post on our page for Facebook viewers. Today's lesson is brought to you by Cloud Currency Investing. We all know what it is like to work hard for our money, but how many of you have had your money work hard for you? Using the power of the cryptocurrency market, we trade the highs and lows of the market to bring big gains to any portfolio. The volatility of cryptocurrency is a trader's paradise, and we have the experience on our side as we have been trading in the crypto markets exclusively for over six months. Our investment strategy is geared for minimum risk and maximum gain. We aim to double any investment in four months or less. If we make only 1% gains a day, we exceed this goal. At Cloud Currency Investing, we trade as a pool, which means more stable gains and more market influence. The more collective capital we have, the stronger our market position and the easier and safer it becomes to turn a profit. It is in this way that working together in a pool is advantageous to trading alone, especially when you are working with small cap investments. Our pooled fund means we work together like a school of fish to collect profits and keep us safe from bigger fish investors that like to swallow stray traders. With the crypto market stabilizing and big name investors buying into and endorsing Bitcoin, there has never been a better time to get in. To get started earning with us, simply visit our Facebook page by searching Cloud Currency Investing. Then message us to your email and we will send you all the info you need. If you include the Words of Wisdom promo code UNITY in your message, you will get 2% off the 10% management fee, which can be made in a matter of minutes on the crypto market. Okay, that's it for our first sponsor. Remember, if you want to become a sponsor yourself or listen ad-free, instructions on how to do both are in the video description for YouTube viewers and our pinned post on our page for Facebook viewers. Okay, back to the lesson. So let us see what happens when people act from a giving mentality. Let's say Tom, a carpenter, starts his own construction company. He becomes successful because many people are in the giving mood, buying his services, and in turn, they get beautiful carpentry work done, which helps them to feel more abundant and more giving. Because of this, Tom starts to need more help, so he hires people from the community, enriching the community even more with continued cash flow and new jobs. Now people have even more money to buy even more things which help to generate more businesses and more jobs. This cycle will continue, causing growth for as long as people continue to act from this giving, abundant mentality. However, let's say that suddenly someone hears a rumor that there is going to be an economic recession soon. So they stop buying things and start saving. This person tells another about the rumor and they stop buying, and soon many stop buying, and Tom's business slows down. Then suddenly, Tom has no choice but to lay off people because he doesn't have enough jobs or money to keep them employed. Now because there are less jobs, less people have money, and something magic happens. The economic recession occurs, 
becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy driven by nothing more than the belief it was coming. But instead of people seeing that they created this reality, they instead say, see, I was right, there was going to be an economic recession, which will reinforce their scarcity mindset, making it even more difficult to recognize the next time around, dooming people to repeat it. And this is exactly how the economy now works. It is a cyclical wave of booms and busts. This is why society is in such a disastrous place economically, as it is always coming from a place of lack, a belief that there will not be enough, and we must scrape and work our fingers to the bone to build a good life. While this, of course, is not true, we can make it true through our collective beliefs and conditionings and actions. A problem with giving is not the only thing that causes economic woes, however. It is only half of the story. The other primary problem people have with money is a problem receiving it. Many are prevented from living the abundant life that is their natural state because they don't feel comfortable or worthy accepting money for what they do, for their passion. There is a deep-seated feeling of guilt in the conscious and subconscious minds of most people. Most people feel that taking money from family, friends, and even strangers is wrong. But if nobody ever did, there would be no economy. Economics are built upon a principle of exchange. Directly or indirectly, you are giving and taking from others anyway. So why wouldn't people cut out the middleman? because people are blocked by feelings of guilt and unworthiness. That is because people have been conditioned to shy away from pleasure, from wealth. Whether it is the media, various religions, or governments, people have been drilled to stay away from things that bring them pleasure, to believe that happiness is a fleeting rarity, and to be wealthy you must be deceptive, evil, and selfish. People also tend to feel that pleasure is guilty, and it is selfish to seek out pleasurable things. Is it no wonder why so many people are so miserable all the time? Okay, and now for our last lesson sponsor. These sponsors help pay for the cost of getting these lessons out. If you would like to become a sponsor or listen ad-free, instructions on how to do both are in the video description for YouTube viewers and the pinned post on our page for Facebook viewers. Today's lesson is brought to you by the book Secret of the Scribes, The Eye of Aegon. Mortimus Black knows a secret, a secret that has been kept for thousands of years. Morty knows this secret because he is a scribe, someone who has the power to go into the world of any book he reads. Using this gift, Mortimus discovers that each book holds a new and unique power to grant him. However, he soon learns that he is not the only scribe out there, and far from the most powerful. And when an ancient, evil, and powerful scribe named Darius Onyx resurfaces from a long slumber, it will be up to Morty to make a choice. Use his newfound power to save the worlds and characters he has come to love, or forsake his gift to keep his crumbling family together. This book is a must-buy for any parent. It is both an engrossing fantasy as well as an instructional coming-of-age tale. 
Secret of the Scribes is an allegory that shows the value of a good book, all with enough entertainment value to keep a child engaged. With a message parents love and a story children can't put down, it is no wonder that Secret of the Scribes has quickly found a place on many mantles. Secret of the Scribes is available on Amazon in Kindle for only $4.99 and in paperback for only $9.99. Okay, that's it for our sponsors. Remember, if you want to become a sponsor yourself or listen ad-free, instructions on how to do both are in the video description for YouTube viewers and our pinned post on our page for Facebook viewers. Okay, back to the lesson. People will tell themselves they are not qualified enough to accept money for what they do or that their service is meant to help people so it is wrong for them to charge money to do it. In fact, many believe that having large sums of money at all is not good and there has become this association with poverty and piousness that good people tend to be poor and evil people tend to be rich. This is very convenient for the evil people. It is this belief that has caused so many problems in our world. We are making this belief come true and quite literally handing evil people the reins, energy, and control. Because in reality, that is all money really is. It is not inherently good or evil. Money is simply energy. And this is not in the metaphorical sense. Money is a literal, mathematical representation of energy. It measures the work someone does. So of course people meet problems when they try to give away all of their energy and refuse to accept any back in return. It is inevitable that they will crash and be unable to give any more energy because they have exhausted their reserves with no way of replenishing it. That is the great irony. People want to help other people so they don't charge them money for their services. Yet if they did charge money, they could help others far more profoundly and effectively because they would continue to receive a surplus of energy and be able to return it in kind. That is why to become abundant, one needs to be able to both give and receive openly. If you have ever heard the term abundance blockage, that is what they are referring to. Whether you are incapable of giving or receiving, both are blockages that prevent action and flow, which leads to stagnation. Flow is the key. It is the magic that keeps things moving, changing, and growing. Just imagine a water source. When it is flowing freely, what happens? The water is fresh, cool, and is shaping and changing the landscape as well as providing homes for lots of aquatic life. What happens to that same water source when it stops flowing? Stagnation occurs. Bacteria and scum start to build up on the surface of the water, and the vegetation and organisms in the water source leave or die off. So it is this energy flow that is so crucial to growth, to movement in both the physical and metaphysical sense. Because in reality, there is no distinction, because we are all one, and it is all one. So if you want to experience a more prosperous and abundant life, you have to learn to both give and receive openly. Open yourself up to the flow of life. 
Understand that money is simply a tool used to represent energy, and this energy exchange is the basis for all societal interactions. The only other important thing to remember is balance. If you are charging unreasonable prices for your services, this causes a blockage on the giving end, while not charging enough causes problems on the receiving end. Find the middle path, which you will find is the appropriate one for nearly every endeavor. Remember you are worthy, and abundance is your natural and inherent state. A life of abundance and joy where you flourish simply by being you and doing what you love. So charge others for the service you provide. Then use that money to buy someone else's services. This is where the magic happens, in the flow. If you are not flowing, you are not growing. And I think that is where I'm going to end it today. If you enjoy these lessons, be sure to like, share with others, that's giving. And subscribe so you don't miss the next one. We release a new lesson every week. Alright, thanks for tuning in, and I hope you can leave me today a little wiser than when you came.